you listeners, do not get your hopes up in thinking that John Wick is on Haya. <laughs> because we are taking a momentary pause from Haya for just, just a little while so we can cover all the John Wick movies in, in advance of the uh, upcoming film, John Wick 4. Yeah, so um, also we have a major complaint that we want to talk about when it comes to Haya. Uh, Zero, do you want to elaborate on this? Sure. So I guess for people who may not know, uh, we are subscribed to Haya. We are doing, or we are attempting to do a year-long review where we only, maybe not only, but mostly speak about releases that are on the Haya martial arts movie streaming service. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, we had that through Amazon accounts. Yes. Uh, you can get Haya through like Roku, through other various services, or you can just get it through Haya, like .com, whatever, whatever it is. Now, one thing I started to notice is whenever I would look at Haya through Amazon on my PC, I started to realize that all the new re releases that they were mentioning in their social media was not appearing on, I guess, the feed page, for example. One of the last things I saw on there was Kowloon Wall City, and that came out in December of last year. And then I started seeing things like, oh, Sidekicks is coming out, uh, Legend of Garokaka, and then, you know, a few other films, like some uh, Don the Dragon Wilson movies. And I kept on looking for them, and they just would not show up. Even if I did the manual search in the Amazon link, they would still not show up. Mm -hmm. So I was getting a little frustrated because, you know, we want to review Haya as a streaming service. Right. Does that mean that because we're uh, subscribed to Haya through our Amazon accounts, does that mean, like, we're, I don't know, like, we're... Uh, we're not able to see these new releases. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I don't understand what was right. going on. I, I'm, I'm very curious if anyone is watching Haya through Amazon like we are. I mean, we, well, I <laughs> selected Haya through Amazon because it, it makes my life a little easier, right? And, you know, like, yeah. we, 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 you and I, you know, watch it that way. Um, you know, I don't want to have to have another streaming service through another platform that I would have to, you know, get access to Haya, it's like another password to uh, whatever you know like it, there's plenty of reasons so like i it's this is i think this is valuable feedback for the Haya team like uh, whatever is responsible for their database not populating on other platforms that's something that's a pretty much a deal breaker um unless they really want to, people to flood to directly to HayaTV.com. i think that's a uh, a big issue you know, when it comes to having their material be viewable on other services. So yeah, like I yeah, this is the, I think this is very valuable feed, valuable feedback. But weirdly enough, this came at a good time because we're gonna cover the John Wick movies not available on Haya, <laughs> uh, and we're you and I are gonna sort out this problem once we're done with uh, the John Wick films, um, and then we'll we'll unfortunately fortunately unfortunately. For us, we're going to have to cancel our Haya through Amazon in order to just get it through Haya TV. It's not the end of the world, you know, but it's it's just annoying that we have to do that, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, because I started to realize that our choices in films were diminishing because we were looking through some, we were knocking movies out that we felt not, that wouldn't fit our format. And then I just started to notice that I was not seeing new releases. Now, I don't know, I don't know whose fault it is. It could be Amazon's fault. Could they be. could be something in the API could be prevent, preventing from showing up, could be Hayas' fault. Don't know. <laughs> it could be our negligence, our negligence where we have some sort of setting that is preventing us from seeing new releases from these add-ons, right? Yeah, sure. Hard to tell, but uh, through my searching, I couldn't, I couldn't figure out yeah. why they, why it wasn't showing up. I don't know if I had some sort of filter on that was preventing yeah. it. But yeah, very, very annoying, especially because I kept on seeing Haya advertising and doing social media for new releases that uh, I was thinking we could highlight mm-hmm. on episodes yeah. to you know e- you know even just help people find out like hey new releases watch this you know this is our take on it check it out it's on Haya. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the few i mean not one of the few like the only streaming service that strictly highlights it, that's supposed, supposed to, to supposed be to. <laughs> not not like strictly martial arts movies but highlighting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. putting front and center martial arts movies in addition to asian cinema yeah yeah for sure so you know i want to uh, support the platform but if the platform is not really working for us yeah. um that's a little unfortunate <laughs> so you know most likely we're gonna just have to kind of cancel it through amazon mm-hmm. get it through hayat tv mm-hmm. And hopefully that sorts things. Yeah, we'll see. In a couple of weeks, we're going to do all the John Wick movies, starting with John Wick One today. Um, so in a couple of weeks' time, you will know whether or not actually just going through Haya TV directly is going to resolve this issue. If not, you're going to hear more bitching from us. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we just abandon it oh, completely no. and just go back to our old format. Yeah. I mean, it was convenient. Mm-hmm. You know, it was nice to have a set list of films to choose from as opposed to us just That's trying true. to come up with all these themes every mm-hmm. month that takes a lot of work yes. so i did like that it helped us narrow down absolutely. choices absolutely absolutely the the martial arts world although there's a lot of them well high is supposed to highlight the best of the best that's also a you know a hot take <laughs> i don't know if that's necessarily <laughs> true but you know at least they, they gather them all together, and, and, and I do want to support it just like you do, you know, for that reason. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, all right, but Haya aside, uh, we're going to take a step back, like we said, and now we're going to talk about John Wick. John Wick 4 is going to come out in a couple weeks. Uh, I <laughs> When you and I watched Part 3, I remember uh, towards the end, both of us were like, No! Or at least me, because... <laughs> I did not think that. Yeah, let's let's play. let's save our yeah. thoughts on that for the third. Yeah, movie. sure. Because I do remember yes. uh, our complaints with that ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but let's let's go back, rewind to 2014. This is uh, Keanu Reeves starring in an action film at age 49, doing 90 percent of his own stunts, and it's one one of the most unique films that's well unique action films and you can put quotation marks around the word martial arts films uh that's come out in a very long time um it's so strange because 
people, I mean, maybe yourself included, like will watch this film and, you know, not, you know, like you don't think about the martial arts, right? But it, it really is what people say. Oh, well, the directors themselves have said it's, it's gun food essentially, but it, it's hyper realistic gun food, right? It, it, it's yes. the strangest combination. It is a in it is a definite fusion of martial arts and you know tactical weapons combat. It's it's interesting. I'm sure it's not the first to do it, mm-hmm. but it probably is the first to do it so well that everybody copied it. <laughs> this film is a milestone in martial arts movie cinema because of yes. that. Everybody knows John Wick. Everybody knows the style, and after that, it created a new silhouette, mm. holding the gun kind of close to the chest yeah. in this sort of tactical manner. The art of taking down your enemies with precision and in as you know little amount of shots uh, needed. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not new. I think in the terms of actual weapons combat and how yeah. you know people like the special forces or yeah. the marines or navy seals you know I, I, my understanding is they were he was training at a very high level to look like he was at a very high level yeah. and it shows yeah yeah for sure keanu i mean i, I as much as i love the film i actually think the behind the scenes information i mean there's a lot on this movie there's no way we you and i we could cover all the information i think that is equally if not more interesting just because like the amount of technical detail that went to this film and even things revolving around the film rather than the film itself is so fascinating you know the world building i think we've mentioned this several times in previous episodes like john wick's world building is easily like the most fascinating thing about the movie of course the martial arts is cool it's great, you know, like the 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 mood, uh, the the tone of the film, you know, the, the this amazing color grading, uh, or not amazing, but you know, it's very distinct, like you know, color tone that's like washed over the whole movie. It, it's very moody, noir like, comic booky, all that's great. But you know, this first movie, it's it wor- world builds, but it d- doesn't feel like it necessarily needs a sequel. Right, it doesn't feel like it's setting up for sequels. Like that's it, you know. If it's- that's that's what this movie does so well, mm-hmm. and why so many <laughs> other yeah. movies are just kind of aping on it. It it set up a world with conversations that people were having where they already knew each other. Mm-hmm. The dialogue was involved in the world building, not not just the, the you know the currency, not just the locations and the understandings like people talk to each other like they already knew each other this movie feels like the start of a new trilogy after the original trilogy (laughs) ends because they they go into so much of him getting out you know that once you know the john wick series has run its course they're gonna go into prequel territory they're gonna get younger actors and they're gonna elaborate on what he was doing before john wick because they tease a lot of that in this movie where it builds the mystique of the character Mm -hmm. it works for this movie but you can see you can tell hungry producers are like no no no, we got to take that we got to elaborate on that it's it's like that line in 
the original Star Wars where, what's his name, Obi-Wan mentions the Clone Wars, yeah. right? I fought with your father in the Clone Wars, let's turn it into a whole fucking movie, you know? Like, you know they're going to they're gonna make a trilogy out of him doing the impossible task in order to be with his wife. Right. Like, it's you can already see it. it it's going to happen. Well, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers that doesn't. <laughs> Right. It will. You you know it will. But the movie, because it sets up that backstory, it helps to elaborate on this character. Like, look at, you know, listen to what he did <laughs> in order to get out. We have, we as the audience have an understanding like, okay, yeah, it's a big fucking task. Yeah, yeah. He had to kill a lot of people. And he did, so it was not something that you know should be glossed over. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll give the movie praise, uh, the series praise, but also give a little tiny bit of flack too. I mean, this, the movies so far, this whole series, it, it never feels like. Yes, like as the movie, the series progresses, like this first movie feels pretty quaint in comparison to you know oh. the later films. It's a little, <laughs> a little bit on the slower side. I think it's still very engaging through all throughout. But anyways, this first movie, when you are watching it, um, uh, you are like they, we add a little bit of mystique to basically everything that's happening. Yes, we we kind of allude to events, we kind of talk about them and and, and such. But no, it's not like something that happened in the first movies. Oh, like they'll mention something someone in the first movie needs to reprise himself in the third movie. It's like no, we're just gonna add new characters. And just keep building upon the world rather than like rehash a thing that we've already mentioned. Say, for example, mm. one of the um, one of the important mob boss characters, Vigo, he talks about what John Wick has done to kind of help establish the Russian mob empire, and that's it. We're not. I don't. I don't expect the movies to go make a prequel and they have to have that scene where he kills three guys with a pencil. Like, we don't need that. Like, just the story itself is what adds... Or rather, like, Michael Nyquist's uh, performance or his his uh, little monologue is enough. I think that's plenty. Now, a little complaint of mine, not even complaint, it's just a very small nitpick, is that this first movie is so... It has a specific style. Um, or rather, like, it... it, it it definitely dials up the intensity, the action, the the violence to, to a certain number. But then the subsequent movies feel more like action, martial arts movies. And they're still great. But actually, I feel there's a slight disconnect now. Because John Wick is great in the first movie as a martial art, as a, as a fighter, as a hitman. But in the, in the later movies, he is so good. He is, he's actually too good. It's like, how did he get this good at now? Like, he, now he's doing well, absurd things. I, I think what the first movie is saying is, you know, he's kind of out of tune with it a little okay, bit. True. So it's not the best. I think by the second movie and then the third movie, you know, he's been he's been killing guys, you know, <laughs> now that he's been, quote unquote, reawakened. Yeah. So his, his skills are sure. coming back and it's okay for the action to elevate mm. because not just sequel, but because his character is getting back in tune. With okay. Things. No, okay. I'll give you that. That, that, that kind of makes sense. But, um, Oh wow. We talked about this for almost 15 minutes now. What is the story? 
it's very simple. <laughs> it's a very, very, simple. very, very simple. Yes, yes. John Wick, played by the famous Keanu Reeves, is a man grieving the loss of his wife. Uh, after her death, he receives a gift sent from her uh, of a dog. You know, something for him to, for him to not be alone in his grieving process. Right. Now, in uh, during the course of the intro of the movie. Uh, we're introduced to some Russian mobsters. Uh, what's his name? Alfie? Uh, Alfie Alfonso. Yeah. Alfie, Alfie Allen. Allen. So oh, plays, wow. <laughs> uh, plays Iosef, basically this, you know, like shit son of a Russian mobster. He eyes John Wick's car. He wants it. John Wick refuses. So at night, he goes uh, uh, into his home, beats him up kills his dog and steals yeah. his car which pretty much is the ignition for him to just fucking explode <laughs> <laughs> so uh let's talk about the the dog killing um yeah i am I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be forthright about this uh, this is the first time i actually watched the first 20 minutes of the film Really? Yeah, I always skip the first twenty minutes because I oh. I'm a big dog person, and my dog is literally sitting, sleeping like two feet away from me right now. So I I couldn't stomach it for the you know majority of my majority of my my uh, viewing experiences. Um, I was like, no, we're, we're gonna cover it. Let's actually talk about it. It's uh, it's still kind of rough. Uh, I mean, they don't. They don't dwell in anything. They don't. You don't see the guy like stomp on the head, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it turns into cake. <laughs> Nothing like that. It's done tastefully. No, I wouldn't call pretty... tastefully, but I mean, okay. So I, it is a creative decision by the directors. I mean, it, it's it's hard to to imagine a puppy getting killed um, on screen. You know, like most audiences would just be turned off by that idea. And but it does really set up you know why you would you root for keanu reeves and you just want all these motherfuckers to die <laughs> so i well it's it's not even the dog because there's so many jokes online memes where you killed keanu reeves dog now he's gonna like you know kill you like you know thanos killed keanu reeves dog you know john wick's gonna fucking kill them like all, all that kind of stupid shit that's not that's not what that's not what it's about no, no, i think people are are uh, over-exaggerating the point. It is a man who is grieving the death of his wife, and now, after receiving a gift of, you know, like, hope mm-hmm. that he doesn't have to be alone, that is taken away from him. Mm-hmm. And now these these Russian mobsters who killed his dog, you know, like, they didn't know it, but they essentially fucked with the wrong person. Yes. He has the skills in order to deal with these assholes, and he... Yeah, he lets loose, and that's that's what it is. You know, you don't fuck with somebody grieving. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I mean, I will say though, uh, after it's many watch, I've seen this movie several times. Um, this is far more than the sequels. Um, <laughs> I, I I think people could just skip the first twenty minutes. It really doesn't. I mean, uh, about the fifteen to twenty minute mark is when the first action scene happens. So maybe jump in there, but like I never miss. I've never didn't feel like I missed anything. Um, skipping that, but if you guys are true movie fans, go watch them. But if you really love dogs, you can you can skip the first fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, there, there's your uh, 
trigger warning yeah, uh-huh, yeah, that, for for dog oh lovers out there <laughs> yeah it's so much so it's traumatized the actor who actually had to do the killing omer barnea um he, he actually had to take up pick up the puppy and hug him <laughs> hug the dog <laughs> afterwards um but yeah uh let's talk about the action it's unique it's very unique um i again i don't know if it's the first to do this not gun food right because we can talk about like equilibrium for example but that's like super silly very stylized, stylized. hyper mm-hmm. hyper and over the top yeah. but it works for what that movie yeah is. yeah and, and yeah, exactly and this movie is not like that it's a little bit more grounded it still feels kind of um comic booky at times um i think that's the inspiration that the directors were going for but overall i'd say that the the violence is pretty pretty close to i guess like real world world violence you know it, it's a lot it's a lot less flashy than you expect from let's say you know uh, like a martial arts movie that you and i would normally cover but um there, there is definite choreography here and i think that's what the like the main draw to this film is that it, it's so well shot so well edited everything is it just makes sense like every like the details are so precise especially when it comes down to not only just keanu reeves movements um the way that he flows around the the, 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 the environment with his gun and gun play and you know his judo or jujitsu but also um uh you know like keeping track of things like how many bullets are in each you know, like before he has to reload it's like that's that's crazy you know like i mean it, it really does make you think about it sometimes because you go back into watch, re-watching some of those scenes it's like oh wow that really was just eight rounds <laughs> and but uh, it doesn't stop right. when he, he needs to reload it, like the action's still going as he's reloading yeah yeah they they took all that into account because they i feel they really are trying to make an accurate tactical combat situation uh explored on screen and that's what that character is yeah yeah for sure um yeah it's it's hard to say that it's not i mean it's not it's not a typical martial arts movie because there's actually very little striking in the movie right because you and i i mean it's there i mean when when we say gun fu it really is an interesting combination because my understanding is john wick is doing judo mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. It, in, at least in this first movie it's a lot of judo yeah. throws like he it, it doesn't look like your typical um i guess like chinese martial arts mm-hmm. not there's no wushu no. movements or silhouettes there it's nothing fancy it's meant to strike it's meant to uh disarm and get your person on the ground to a point where they're maybe immobilized and then he can go for the you know center master that yeah 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 um it's it the first movie I would say is primarily judo, like you said, uh, less jujitsu. The later films cover jujitsu a little bit more. There is some groundwork in the movie, but it, it's really is just a substitute or not substitute. It, it's just like filler before the gun, you know, like just getting people in the right positions before you just shoot them in the face. I mean, judo does do does cover some ground game as well. So I'd say primarily this movie is just all about judo. Um, and it, it's something great. we haven't really covered i guess a majority of yeah in terms of a movie mm-hmm. having judo in it i i can't even say ever call yeah as someone so, who yeah. practices judo like i'm actually very surprised at times like how 
you know, how subtle the, the judo techniques are in, in the movie. It's just kind of thrown in there. Like, I'd say it doesn't dwell on them because the movie it doesn't need to dwell on any particular thing that happens. It's more like, okay, we just got to move to the next story, uh, next action beat. They just keep moving, keep moving. But you're, you're just like kind of reveling in it. It feels like you're in the action with them, you know, especially since the camera. It's it's a miracle, but that they figured this out. That they, you know, maybe you don't need to edit all the time. <laughs> you know, like you're you're just watching everything unfold, and it's like always reminding you that it's really Keanu Reeves doing all this. And yeah, that that's true. So so, um, one of my issues with this film, and this is not really a problem with the film, but more so a problem with me re-watching the film now because i've seen the sequel and then the sequel after that where they are constantly iterating on building and making better yeah. what they did in the original which is this fusion of tactical weapons combat yeah. and martial arts you know judo uh bjj and then later later it starts to become more of a martial arts film mm -hmm. so what i'm getting at is uh i have seen you know where they are currently in terms of refining that and yep. making it good mm -hmm. now to go backwards <laughs> backwards back in time to 2014 yeah. is that 2014 right, yeah 2014, yeah and see this quaint little movie and see where it started from again because it's been a while mm -hmm. it's been a while since i've seen this movie uh you you commented on this a little bit but it was a little slow for me <laughs> and even looking at the martial arts i was like huh I remembering it being a lot better. Mm. Now I'm not saying it's bad, but in my mind it had that I had that memory of really being taken aback because when you when a lot of people first saw this, it was their first time seeing this sort of tactical weapons work, yeah. and then you know throwing the guys on the ground and you know precision in him shooting them, yeah, yeah. dispatching of them so easily like hasn't it wasn't really done in such a nice way before so going back i was like oh no <laughs> this isn't what i remember it being it's not bad but i i guess like uh, my expectations were a little high right, right, right. when we're when we're watching it so i guess that's something to take into consideration if you know <laughs> i'm sure some people they're like what the hell are you talking about mm -hmm. you know you're crazy but that's <laughs> crazy, but that's some <laughs> yeah but that's something i always talk about on this show it's Sometimes difficult to go backwards. Uh, I always mention it when we watch the Shaw Brothers movies, the older Shaw Brothers yeah. movies. You know, you see how much slower it is compared to modern choreography, and that's fine. You know, it's of the time. But for me, sometimes watching things that are so fast now to go back and see them slower, yeah. it does feel a little slow. Yeah, I mean, at least the, I mean, every director or, or every franchise, you would hope. I mean, the, the aspiration is always we want to up the ante or do better than the last film, right? But somehow the John Wick films accomplishes that. Although I'd say two and three kind of have a tie from my memory. Like I actually don't I haven't seen both in, in a while. So, but I like the first movie. Like I said, like you and I are kind of on the same page, like the, in terms of the action. Like the first movie's great in terms of action, but it's it's so much more quaint compared to the more quaint and a little bit more grounded 
versus the second and third movie. Yeah, it's it's funny that we're you're, we're using the word quaint to describe like a <laughs> John Wick movie. movie. Yeah. yeah, it's quaint. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Quaint. It, it, it's show your grandma. <laughs> yeah, um, not yet, easily. You know, like, rated PG thirteen. I would say that the first movie it still holds up uh, in, the, in the action department, but yeah, yeah, you know, like as the second as the second and third movie rolled out, like those movies just kind of up the ante in, in the action department. And also the story. The story's got really complicated. They elaborated on the world. They, they added onto the world building. Mm-hmm. They kept on. They kept on world building. Yeah. Like the second movie. Holy crap! They they went they went crazy once yeah. they got more of a budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, not not just the sequels. John Wick two and three. Once this came out, so you know it's like the Matrix. So many copycats. Like oh look at that new style. We want that that's famous uh or that you know that looks cool that's what everyone likes now mm-hmm. um it, it's funny the fight choreographer uh, who came up with, mm-hmm. with the style uh jonathan eusebio mm-hmm. he also came up with the born mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh movie fight styles it's it's funny because like after that movie came out as well like everybody started copying <laughs> again you know so <laughs> It's just like that. That's what happens, and the next J- John Wick was the next one to be that milestone, to be that you know that shining star where everyone was like, "Oh, okay, yeah. this is new. This is great. Let's all let's all just do that." Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that like all the copycats are bad, but uh, it's just uh, it's interesting now that the the silhouette that he created, the uh, you know the tactical kind of shooter guy. Uh, is just in everything now like i <laughs> don't feel that everybody has to be this great amazing tactical shooter you know what? right you can have people wildly shooting around i think it's okay mm-hmm. i think you can just i think you can make it to the character sure right? sure sure i will say though um if, if you know obviously whenever a movie does incredibly well like john wick did which sur- surprised people you know back when it first released um, you know, obviously there's going to be imitators and movies that kind of like try to cash in and try to replicate the same thing. But I will say I do commend uh, like this trend. You know, if you're, if you're going to replicate the effort that went into John Wick, then I think that's a great, that's a great thing because Keanu Reeves is really doing a lot of it. You can't, I mean, it would be a complete waste of you know, a movie a production if you're trying to emulate John Wick but you are not actually making the performer or the actors perform their own stunts and that's actually part of the reason why John Wick all the movies are so impressive to me because it's really him doing a lot of it and you know him coming in not knowing any grappling not knowing any tactical SWAT-esque gunplay and suddenly like do Putting so well, putting so much effort into his performance and his training, and then suddenly cranking out such an awesome film. Like I, if that's a rubric, that's a good thing. Like we want to see like uh, Charlize Theron do Atomic Blonde. Yeah. Okay. You know? Okay. 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 I was go- I was going to say mm-hmm. no. I don't want everybody to do it. But uh, to to add on to that, I want everybody to copy that work ethic. Oh sure. Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll yes, agree with you yes. there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think now, and, and especially because of 8711's 
uh, influence in Hollywood now because they're just in so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think everybody starts is starting to realize, yes, we need to get our actors training months in advance to do this stuff because the audience is more keen to behind-the-scenes stuff. They're more keen to movie-making techniques. Yes, they understand stunt doubles, but I think they appreciate the actor or actress more if they're really doing it. So now that Keanu has shown that he, you know, what, he put in four months mm-hmm. of training for this movie, he probably put in, like, years, years training into John Wick 4. I mean, he, I mean, John Wick 1, 2, 3 are probably just him, you know, training for John Wick 4, you know, right. and so on and so right. forth, whatever, right, right. how many sequels they knock out. Mm-hmm. But yes, I think, I think that is a good uh, ethic that should be perpetuated sure. in Hollywood. Sure. No, I, and that's that's something I really commend the John Wick movies. There's plenty to commend about these movies. This movie, at least, like setting the standard for, uh, not all action movies, but you know, like uh, you know, more mature, uh, more violent action movies. You know, like you can have more complicated choreography and ground it. And I mean, there's just there's a lot to cover here. I, I think we can. Talk about some some of the behind the scenes stuff. Um, I'm again again. There's no way we can talk about all of it. Some of the production um, that go, went into the film, and yeah, well, I guess we'll talk about the choreography as much as we can. It's a little bit going to be a little bit trickier because it's not our normal, you know, uh, you know, striking based martial arts film. But it yeah, is choreography. But we have a we have a judo and BJJ Brazilian Jiu Jitsu practitioner. White belt. Right? Um, <laughs> On the call, Mr. <laughs> William Mann, so at least you can give some insight, sure. even if it's not from a professional level. Sure. Right? Yeah, I know some. You can, I be, know like, the oh, moves. I, you can be like, oh, I got choked out like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, plenty of times. I never got shot in the face. But, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and, but yeah, like, oh, God, I hope a dog doesn't get shot, too. But I will say, um, yeah, there's, I think there's plenty to talk about. I, I want to try my best to give this do this movie justice uh because you know i don't want to dismiss it and be like ah, it's just judo i think there's you know there's put effort that was put into the choreography and we'll do make our due diligence so we'll talk about all that in the action segments the patreon segment um you can listen about that and i guess we'll try to elaborate on the story a little bit more but it's a super yeah. simple story <laughs> yeah i mean I, we basically summed it up we don't have to go like beat by beat yeah. because it's pretty straightforward mm-hmm. but yes if you want to hear us elaborate more on the action which we definitely will break down and talk about longer you can check us out on patreon at fists of fail and we're going to go into a lot of detail uh so if you're subscribed you can hear all of that as well as uh, bonus episodes. Like we just dropped uh, Scott Atkins' Debt Collectors. Mm-hmm. He's going to be in the new John Wick movie coming out. Yeah. And then, yeah, there's uh, extra b- other bonus episodes as well. So check us out there. Okay. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We're at the point where we give our recommendations, but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on Patreon. There you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. But you can still support us by liking us on all the things and watch this and other episodes on YouTube with visual cues to accompany our discussion. And now on to our final thoughts. Yeah, that's John Wick, the first one. Hey, we made we made it. We made it for the most part. We uh, made it through. Yeah. Um, <laughs> go watch it. <laughs> yeah, end the, the, the review. Go watch it. <laughs>
I mean, I, I'm I'm pretty sure if you're an action aficionado or if you're if you have some sort of fanfare towards action and or martial arts movies, you've heard of this movie. Yeah. You've heard of you've heard of John Wick. Keanu Reeves is so beloved by people on the internet right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can do no wrong. I hope all the stories are true, and he's just generally a great guy. It's interesting that this came out as he was having a lot of box office missteps mm-hmm. a few a few of his movies before this were just not, not you know yeah. they weren't they weren't sticking mm-hmm. they weren't doing too well so this i think this is what his career definitely needed if that was really the case if he wasn't really doing anything mm-hmm. the public was crazy about because boy oh boy did people go crazy for yeah. john wick yeah. and i think i think not just action fans i think generally you know people know john wick you know they know him as this cool deadly accurate serial or not serial jeez hitman hitman yes so it's more accurate he feeds his dog cereal there you go (laughs) (laughs) well um yeah i mean enough said like john wick has now entered the like you know cultural icons kind of like status in, in terms of action movies so yeah it's a no-brainer like it's a high recommend i it's uh, it really is true like all the all the things that people say about the movie it's so unique in the way that it does pretty much everything you know like from the action standpoint from the world building from the way that the characters speak with one another the way people are dressed the color wash that is like just prevalent throughout the whole film um yeah, like it's such a unique film, and you know, give it, you know, hand it to Chad Stahelski and and you know, um, um, David Leach. David yeah, Leach. Uh, the two of them, you know, coming from the stunt world and doing so much, you know, like you think that you know, maybe like especially being their their first directorial uh, um, attempt, you know, there might be some more missteps, but like no, it, it like it really knocked it out of the park, especially trying something so new. Um, but yeah, I can't say enough uh, praise about the movie. I think as a martial arts fan, I actually do highly recommend this movie, not just as a like, oh, you know, like you like martial arts, but like, no, like you, if you love martial arts movies, you got to learn to appreciate like the grasp, the grappling aspect of it, you know, like it, and it does a really good job with the, the grappling choreography. Plus, yeah, I didn't play. realize mm-hmm. how much grappling was in this movie yeah. until you kind of look back. Mm-hmm and see it and maybe this would have been a good candidate for like mma when we did that <laughs> theme because it you know just had grappling it's it's essentially mixed martial arts yeah. it's mixing martial arts with uh, the tactical gun combat yeah. yeah yeah but um oh my god yeah like i don't i would not wa- recommend watching the fight scenes without context just watch the movie it's it's well, i mean it's slower times but not, not an issue for me like i, I like I like that the movie takes its time and it's it, it is a slight departure from the later films when they just goes a little over the top <laughs> um yeah john wick yeah uh i i enjoyed watching this it's a little slower keep that in your mindset that you know after watching the second and third movies and seeing all the imitators and films that have been influenced by this to go back to the original uh just make sure you realize that so much stuff is just influenced by this 
that it might seem slow to people. Uh, it might it was it felt a little slow to me, but uh, upon second rewatch for uh, talking about this conversation, I was like, okay, yeah, I can I can start looking at different aspects mm-hmm. and have an appreciation for it. So yeah, obviously, obviously a recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I would recommend the movie though if it was under its original title, uh, Scorn. Really? I I believe that was oh the original God. title. That's and terrible. then and then Keanu Reeves was just calling the movie John Wick. <laughs> like, <laughs> they just in like promotion and said they're just like, oh fuck it, just just go with John Wick. Some, something along those lines. Oh, I can't remember can't the details. But imagine the taglines. <laughs> Like, don't mess with Scorn. Oh, Who you'll be scorned like a by Scorn. Terrible superhero. <laughs> <laughs>